Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Nuts cock! Nuts cock! Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great Monday so far. I want to apologize. I, I It's one of the first days that I have missed in a really, really long time, people. But I needed it. I needed a day off. And I know that I only do like a half hour, 45 minutes to an hour type podcast. But I don't think if, you guys have heard me mention this. I have my whole sleep schedule is been completely in the fucking toilet. I mean, it is so bad. The nights that I try to go to sleep and, and I do, I'm getting up way early. Like I'm only allotted a certain amount of time to sleep now. And it really, really sucks. I've never had a problem with sleep. And just all of a sudden, you know, I, and I don't want to blame it that I'm not drinking anymore. But back in the day when I was working uh, on the numerous radio shows that I ever worked on, I would usually just drink myself to sleep. That's how I would do it because I have a hard time shutting off my brain. And I think that is some of the mental issues that have been plaguing me all my life is that I just can't shut it off. I can't fall asleep because I'm either thinking about what I got to do the next day or I'm worrying about what I got to do the next day. And you got to understand, I know a lot of you listeners, especially the Bubba Army, are probably listening to it and they're like, ah, suck it up. We all got to worry about shit. What the fuck are you talking about, Tuttle? No, people deal with things differently. People are made in a different way. And that, that's the stigma that mental illness has. You guys take what you've experienced and how you handle adversity and problems and stuff and worries you got. Not me, man. I wish. I, I swear to God, I would trade lives with any of these people that just had stable mental capacity where things didn't bother them. They didn't worry about stuff. They had low self-esteem. Even though you've heard me on the radio all my life, you guys are like, oh, what? how do you have low self-esteem? Yeah, I got low self-esteem, people. I, I really do. I don't think I'm good enough all the time. And, and that shit bothers me. And I overcompensate for it. I really do. Plus, it also doesn't help that I'm fighting addiction problems. I was born with that as well, too. And that's another thing. Guys are all going to be like, oh, well, just stop quitting, Tuttle. It's, it's, it's just easy. Just don't do it. It does not work that way, people. Do you think I like living in my skin on a daily basis with, with the issues, the insecurities, and everything that I have? And I think that's one of the reasons I'm not sleeping right now. I'm coming up on a year of not being on the radio anymore. Do you know what that does? I, I could have sworn that I would have, but guess what? That's my problem. I burned way too many bridges. I could have easily have gone somewhere else, but my name is shit in the business right now. And I haven't been able to do that. I'm doing my best. That's why I'm doing this podcast to build something, to help keep myself sharp where I don't get rusty on a daily basis. Because if you don't do this, for a long period of time, you get bad at it. You really do. I've said this before. 
I, I don't want you to think I'm comparing myself to an athlete or anything. But when an athlete does not practice, he gets rusty. Same thing goes with the broadcaster. It happens to the best of them. So I need to pump the brakes. I need to slow my roll a little bit because I'm just warning you. Uh, I'm already telling you. I'm, I'm about to go on a little bit of a rant. So I want to take my first break. And I'm going to be going really long in the next segment. Be back in a few minutes. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. Welcome back, guys. Make sure you check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. I don't like to plug a lot of stuff. Sometimes I just think some people are lazy. I'm not calling my supporters lazy, but people just like to have stuff spoon-fed to them. But I don't like plugging a lot of stuff. So go to that website. has all my links, every place you can find me. You can find my PayPal. You can find uh, the phone number so you can leave a voice. Voicemail. You can find everywhere I'm on social media. Just go to Tuttle.net. Now, when this pandemic first started, I talked a lot about it. And for some reason, I don't know why this pandemic has been made a political statement or a political issue. We should all be in this together. But I'm almost getting to the point where I want to do away with social media. And for the only reason being is, is that you can't post anything anymore on social media without people jumping down your throat or telling you how idiotic or stupid your opinion is. And it's really, really frustrating. I, You know how many times I've either been called a liberal or a right wing? And that's the thing about me. I, I've told you guys this and, and I was lazy. I told you I don't support any political party. I don't support Republican. I don't support Democrat. I don't support independent. I think all these politicians are nothing but crooks in present day America. But I wanted to go in a little bit into detail about the things that I believe in. So you guys don't label me a liberal or right wing, a communist, a socialist, whatever it may be. I'm tired of it because I see both sides. I believe in things on both sides of the party line. And that's how we should be as Americans, people. We shouldn't just stick to our party. It's almost like political racism to a point. And back to what I was saying, how you can't post anything on social social media now because somebody's going to jump down your throat. I posted this video. I posted this because it made a lot of sense. I am a firm believer on being logical and this is straight up logic. That's all this audio is. You cannot fight this because this woman, I found her on TikTok. She posted this video and it was a straight up drop the mic moment. I don't care how many experts say masks reduce spread. The experts could be wrong. Okay, I guess the experts could be wrong. So let's use Pascal's wager to see what we should do. Okay, 
Pascal's wager posits that a rational person will choose infinite gain over a finite loss. Okay, so far, I'm on board with everything. How can anybody debate that? It's logic. It makes sense, people. So, we agree that masks either help reduce the spread or they don't, right? Yeah. So let's say masks work, just objectively for this thought experiment. If we wear a mask, we reduce the spread of the virus and we save lives. Logically, that should be what everybody wants. We should want to stop the spread of this disease so our economy, our country can just get back to normal everyday life. If we don't wear a mask, the virus spreads faster and lives are lost. Okay, but if masks don't work, if they don't work and we wear a mask, we suffer the minor inconvenience of wearing cloth over our faces for small periods of time. So far, so good. Everything this woman is saying is logical. I worked on a job site. I did construction when I first started out in radio. Do you know how many times I had to wear a mask when I was painting or doing certain things? I saw all these Hispanics that were doing drywall and brick when they had to wear masks. And this is in Florida, people. One of the most humid areas in the United States of America. And these people did it all day long. And did they worry about breathing in their own carbon dioxide or monoxide? I think monoxide comes out of the car. But carbon dioxide? No, they didn't give a fuck. And guess what? They're doing just fine. And if masks don't work and we don't wear a mask, nothing happens. Even if we can't agree that the experts are right, don't you see how we risk more by not wearing a mask? Hmm. Answer me this, anti-maskers. Prove her wrong. Tell me why you should not be wearing a mask. Oh, that's right. Because Americans have become the most selfish, inconsiderate assholes in America. And you guys wonder why they hate us as Americans. That is why. This is the part where you want me to say that the real reason I won't wear a mask is because I've been taught that inconveniencing myself to help others with no direct personal gain to me is a sign of weakness. Now, many of you guys are probably wondering, why are you playing the Quad City DJs come on ride that train? And I am kind of just marking out and saying, hey, what's up, Drew Garabo? We used to play that. We used to play that song when anybody would have a good rant or a joke or something. Because this lady, this woman just absolutely dropped the mic. And I don't know how you can debate that. Because once again, we have become selfish here in this country. And we have. It's not debatable. I know a lot of you guys are saying, oh, well, you're saying you're not respecting our opinion. No, I respect your opinion, but you cannot deny that this lady did not make some great logical points. And the reason I played it for you is because, once again, I said I posted this on my social media. And, oh, boy, you thought I would have been like Hail Hitler on my social media the way that people got upset and pissed off about it. And you know what? I'm, I'm not trashing this. This person, he's actually been a big supporter of mine, a really, really good friend. But I'm disappointed in this person. And I always want to be his friend. So I'm bowing out. After this statement, I'm not going to talk about him. I'm not going to reply to any of his stuff. If he says hi on social media, I will say it. But it does me no good to debate this person because that's his opinion. I respect it. But why is it always got to go to name calling? And I'll get to the name calling part. The reason why this mask thing is near and dear to me, everybody loves their parents. I, I mean, I, I think they do. But what I'm trying to say is both of my parents, mid-70s, both have underlying health conditions. 
they don't need to catch it. I completely understand that there's a lot of really young, healthy people in America. There are. But my parents, my dad has diabetes. My mom has had cancer twice in her life, is in remission now, but her immune system is completely shot. It's in the shitter, people. And I don't want them to get sick. But what I'm saying is the more that people wear masks, even though it's it is inconvenient and it is your right not to wear them. I'm not debating that 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 I don't have that viewpoint. I don't have that opinion. I know it's your right, your freedom as an American not to wear one. But why not care about your fellow Americans? Because I don't want to get my parents sick. Even though I'm healthy, I can get sick. I can be a carrier and bring it home to my parents. So it, it, it just drives me crazy that we've stopped caring about our fellow Americans. But Longwood, Gary L., whatever he goes by, he has two Facebook accounts. I don't know why. Seems a little strange. I have another. Uh, the only other account that I have one Twitter account, and it's at shit Tuttle says. I barely ever tweet anything from it. I just use it to retweet and favorite stuff that I tweet at at Tuttle. So, yes, I'm disclosing that because I don't want Gary or Longwood, whatever he may be, to come at me and say, well, you got other accounts. No, guys, I'm just trying to figure this out. He got mad. Well, I'm not going to wear a mask or you're afraid or you're scared. And Gary, man, stop posting all the memes. Do you have any original thoughts? And before you come at me and say, well, you're just a liberal dick writer. And you have called me that before. You have. But I'm not a liberal. And I'm going to get to the points to prove to you why I'm not a liberal, Gary. And I hope you listen to this. I don't think you will. But I think the problem here is that you've been marking out and listening to the Bubba the Love Sponge show. And you so badly want to be like us. You want to be one of us. So you say the most shocking things that you can ever think of. And then when you can't think of the shocking, ridiculous shit to say, listen, I totally support your First Amendment right. It's your right to say that. But I really don't. I, I have a hard time believing that you believe half of the stuff that you post, the memes that you post. I will post a couple of memes a year. But goddamn, Gary, you you have a meme addiction. But what you said to one of my good friends just because he didn't agree with you. I, I don't like to call names. I don't like to attack people for their opinions. Personally, I don't. But you call my my good friend that I met at Dragon Con almost eight years ago, Gary. Sharif, I met him. He's from the Middle East. But he wrote, oh, we got a badass here. And you know what you called him? You called him, and I. this is not me saying it. This was Gary Richard Longwood, whatever he calls himself. He called my friend, who is an American citizen, been here pretty much all of his life. Gary called him a dune coon. What the fuck, people? This is why we're having the issues that we're having right now. People like him dividing this country. Yes, I do believe that the media is part of the problem. It is, Gary. I agree with you on that one. But for you to call my friend just because he said, oh, we got a badass here, a dune coon. 
Man, I lost a lot of fucking respect for you. So, since Gary and a lot of people like him, I guess they're right wing. I don't like either side, so please, I'm not taking sides, but I'm just tired of getting labeled as a left winger or a libtard or whatever you like to call it. You guys love using those buzzwords. So, I'm going to go over everything that I believe when it comes to politics, and I apologize about the rant. I'm not going to get back into politics because obviously we can't have a civil discussion nowadays here in America. So I'm going to keep my political beliefs to myself because it's not good for business. I'm in the business of growing an audience, but I don't like getting labeled as something that I'm not. So let me reset this for you. I don't lean either direction. I support what is right in my convictions or whatever I think or agree with. I don't I don't tow any party line because I don't owe them any support or or respect or loyalty because these people don't give a goddamn about any of us. So I'm going to go over my platform like I'm a politician. I'm going to tell you what I believe and what I don't believe. And I'll tell you a lot of the views that I have You're not going to like, but that's how I feel. And I hope you guys respect that just like it, how you feel. I'm going to respect that a hundred percent. Do I agree with it? No, but that's your opinion. None of these are in any particular order of importance. I'm a horrible writer, by the way. I, I talk for a living, but I've been absolutely horrendous when it comes to grammar and writing. I can handle Twitter because they only give you so many characters to be able to work with. So these are just bullet points that I'm going to go over. I stand and completely support abortion. Now, there should be a limit to it. I say anything past the second trimester, all bets are off. You got to have the kids. You got to have some type of responsibility for being irresponsible and having sex without a condom. But I completely and fully support abortion. And if I'm being honest and I'm not trying to shock jock you, I feel like we need more abortions. The problem that our country is facing right now is that we have too many kids that are raised by irresponsible parents that have no business having kids at all. It's also a drain on our economic system, our resources in the community, because these these people have as many kids as they want to. Not that they want to have them. They just have kids and there's no consequences that come with it. And then they expect the government to take care of them? No. Or live a life of abuse, molestation, or grow up poor and not have the means to learn or make a life for themselves? Or ever be born? Do you remember before you were born? No, you don't. I don't remember before I was born. So is it better not to go through a life of torture and hell or never be born? That's my view, people. You might not agree with it. And and I'm not going to judge you if you don't agree with my opinion. Your opinion is yours. This is mine. And if you've been following my career for a while, you know that I attempted suicide. I'm glad that I wasn't successful. I've learned from my mistakes. I freaked out. I've been dealing with mental issues all my life. But just like you don't remember being born, you're not going to know when you're dead. And that's why I fully support assisted suicide for people that are terminally ill and are going through a lot of pain. 
people that have no chance of living, why should these people live the last days of their life suffering? It's, it's not fair. It's compassionate to be able to help them go to the other side if you're a religious person, which I'm not. But why should they suffer? That's why I think Dr. Kevorkian was a goddamn hero. And for you people that want to call me a libtard or a liberal or whatever it may be, I fully support the border wall. I think it's not that we don't want people coming here, but we do need a protection. We need a barrier because so many illegals are coming here. So many drugs are coming here. And a lot of people don't even realize this, the sex trait. People get kidnapped here in the United States on a daily basis, and they either go out of Mexico, they, they take these young girls and stuff that they kidnap down to Mexico and get them out of Mexico. That's how they do it. And I think we're better off having some line of protection. And this is, and people are like, oh, why do you believe that? Well, I'll tell you why. The town I grew up in, in De Leon Springs, Florida, and I went to school in Pearson at Pearson Taylor, I was the minority people, the majority of the racial profile in our community was Hispanic. A lot of Mexicans, people from Mexico came here to work in the fern industry because Pearson, a little unknown fact, is the fern capital of the world. And what I mean by fern is the stuff that they put in flower arrangements and stuff like that. Hell, the first pan job I ever had was cutting fern. A lot of people mix that up and they say pick fern. You don't pick fern, you cut it. Then I would pack it and then ship it to all the florists that needed the fern for their flower arrangements. So I grew up around the Hispanic community. So I don't want you to think that I hate Hispanics, especially people from Mexico, because I don't. I really don't. I, I respect them, especially the ones that have come here legally and have done it the right way because they love our country. And I know that a lot of people are going to hate me for that. I don't support the families getting separated because I don't blame them. Crap is bad in their country. And I can't blame or hate them for wanting to come here, but do it the right way. We got to be careful. We got to respect and protect the people that are natural citizens of this country because it's unfair and disrespectful to the people that were born here, as well as the immigrants that did it the right way, that respected our laws. So I have no problem with the border wall in the South. Now, this next issue, I know it's going to be a little touchy. I see both sides. I don't believe in universal health care because we all can't get what we want. It's not possible. It's not feasible in this country. I've not had insurance since I was a teenager, since I was in high school. I've gone without it. I've made do. And like most people, a lot of people are like, oh, what do you know about not having health insurance? You And you know what? All the immigrants and the, and the minorities that you say take advantage or, or want something for free, I'm in the same boat. I, I'm in that same boat because, yes, there's been many times I've been sick or hurt, 
that I will go to the emergency room because I can't afford to see a doctor. But in this country, it's not feasible for everybody to have health care. Instead, we need to be looking at the greedy healthcare system as well as the greedy ass pharmaceutical companies. Tell me why when you go to the hospital or the emergency room, why it should cost $10 for a goddamn aspirin. It's not. We should be looking at that issue before we should even start thinking about universal health care. You could cut those prices in half and these greedy bastards will still make billions. But they want more and more and more at the cost of the health of the American citizen. And that's never going to change because this is the next topic. Until we get lobbyists out of Washington The politicians that are supposed to be working for us on a daily basis, a lot of people forget about that. They just accept it. They bend over and take it right up the rear because they think that's how it's supposed to be. These people, these politicians, they work for us. We vote them in and they treat us like garbage. And that's why I think the lobbyists are the biggest threat to our democracy in this country, because until we get rid of them, those politicians are going to be beholden. They're going to owe favors to those people that give them money to get reelected on a daily basis or yearly basis, whatever it may be. We just have to get rid of those assholes because the politicians work for them, not us. And that's not how it's supposed to work. And while we're talking about health care, maybe these politicians that are supposed to be working for us, but they're not, maybe they would work a little bit harder about getting everybody or coming to an agreement or a solution when it comes to health care. If they didn't get taken care of, if they didn't get 100% coverage on their health insurance, even after they're out of office, why is that even possible, people? These people get taken care of for their whole entire life once they're elected as in, into Senate or, or Congress or, or being a judge or president. Why do they deserve that? When they're supposed to be working for us. I know that's a common theme, but it's the absolute God honest truth. When in this country did the politicians become the extreme rulers? It's almost like we're living in a monarchy and we're nothing but peasants and they're royalty. And while we're on the Senate, why do they not have term limits? They become too fat, happy, and complacent. And they think that, oh, well, I'll get reelected. We need term limits when it comes to the Senate and the House, Congress, whatever you want to call it. We need term limits so these people can get stuff done because they put stuff off to another day. And we're all guilty of that. We do. We're all guilty of it. Every single American citizen, we put something off until the next day. But if these assholes knew that they only had eight years, maybe they might get some stuff done. While we're talking about the lobbyists, I know I'm all over the place, but this kind of like goes hand in hand and will wrap up everything I'm talking about right now on this topic. But back to the healthcare, these lobbyists, they do what they got to do, especially the healthcare. They're greedy bastards. 
We probably and most likely have a cure for cancer. But do you think that's ever going to happen? Because guess why? It's more profitable to treat cancer. They're going to lose money if they ever come up with a cure for that deadly disease. I don't like to be that conspiracy theory guy, but I would not pit it past our government, the healthcare system, the pharmaceutical companies to hold that back because they know if, hey, we got a cure for cancer. Oh, you can't do that because guess why? We're going to mess up the bottom line and we can't have that. Moving on to my next topic, the First Amendment, especially with what I do for a living, I believe in this country we should have absolute right of free speech. I really do. I, besides slander and libel things, you can't go around just slandering people. There needs to be a little bit of a limit. Like you can't go into a movie theater and yell fire and a bunch of people stampede out of that and they get killed. No, you, can, you can't have that. But I think when it comes to broadcasting, radio and TV and movies, there should be no censorship at all. Everybody likes to talk about the invisible hand when it comes to the economy. Well, I think that applies to censorship as well. And I'll tell you why. Because how TV, radio, movies, entertainment in general works, if people don't agree with what you're putting out, they're not going to watch it. And if they're not watching it, they're not spending money with you. And if you're not liking it, They're not going to get great ratings. And if you're not getting ratings, you're not going to get advertisers. And if you don't get advertisers, you're going to go out of business. That's why you need to let the invisible hand control the whole goddamn thing. It'll all go out in the wash. And it's like voting. If the public doesn't agree with it, then it won't succeed. And that's why I think we need to have absolute freedom of speech. It is the most important freedom we have. That's why it's called the First Amendment, people. Now, this is where I'm a little conflicted when it comes to the First Amendment. I don't agree with it. Do I support racism or hate speech? No, I I really don't. I condemn it, actually, but I agree. Absolute freedom of speech is necessary. And in this country, I don't really, I, man, this is, this is a tough one. It it really is. As long as you're not keeping somebody from making a living or, or providing for their family or physically harming you, if you hate somebody, you hate them because of their religious beliefs or their race. As long as you're not affecting them any way of making a living or physically harming them, I, I really I don't think it should be against the law. You can hate somebody. It's everybody's right to dislike something. But when you cross that line of physically harming somebody or, or destroying their property or whatever it may be, that's where I have a problem with that. I don't have a problem, and I would never use the word, but if you want to use a racial term, I completely condemn it. I disagree with it completely, but 
I think that that falls under the First Amendment. As long as you're not affecting them physically or personally, then have at it. That's your right. People will view you as a complete racist prick, and we will know it. I would rather, I would rather, and I know this is going to sound weird, I would rather somebody be openly racist than be a racist behind the scenes. I don't know if that makes sense. But I, I, I hope you realize what I'm talking about. And this is where my ADD is kicking in. I know I'm completely all over the place. I mentioned earlier how I'm not a great writer when it comes to stuff. But I had this rant and I wrote down this on my notepad in my iPhone. But why is weed and, and mushrooms illegal? Why why is it? You want to know why? Back to the lobbyists again. Do you realize how many people on a yearly basis die from alcohol and tobacco and other related issues? Even if it's like drunk driving and stuff like that? It, it, I can't even tell you the numbers, but I know it's a lot, people. Do you know how many people die from weed and mushrooms? It's 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 very minimal. It it's got to be And do you want to know why alcohol and tobacco is legal? Because of the lobbyists, the lobbyists that work for the tobacco companies and the alcohol companies, they put the money in the politicians' pockets. I mean, we all saw how prohibition worked. You You want to know what prohibition did? Prohibition created organized crime in our country. And then when the government realized that, we're like, oh, we made a mistake. Let's overturn that. Now, I could be wrong. I'm a big history buff. I think prohibition is the only amendment in the history of our United States that was ever overturned because they were like, oh, a lot of crime. So why is weed and mushrooms illegal? Because I'm sure somewhere in some way that that is creating a lot of crime in our country. Do you think people should go to jail for getting caught with weed? Some of these politicians and and law enforcement have gone completely overboard. And there's some people that have spent over 10 years for having a goddamn bag of weed on them. What is the purpose of that? What, What good does that do besides pit innocent people that don't deserve to be in jail How much money are we wasting housing them, feeding them, and taking care of those people? It it really, we're wasting money on people that are dealing weed. Now, the people that are committing crimes and killing people and hurting people over that, yeah, they deserve to go to jail, but not the people that get caught with a bag of weed on them. Hell no. This is going to be another touchy subject. But it's a belief that I have on the other side because everybody thinks I'm a liberal. But I agree. I fully support the Second Amendment. It's a very, very touchy subject. And and I'm going to go full circle. I'm going to backtrack and I'm going to explain to you what the problem is with all the mass shootings we're having. Yes, I, I agree that there needs to be better background checks. We need to do a better job making sure that crazy people, and and I'm one of those crazy people, it's not the guns 
The main problem we have in our country with mass shootings is mental illness. Once again, going back to healthcare, we totally and completely ignore mental illness in our country. And for the people that decide to go into a school or a mall or whatever it may be and shoot up and murder and maim a lot of people, you can't deny those people are mentally ill. Us as humans, us as society, you should not do that. Those people are mentally ill. And I think if we concentrate on mental illness... We're not going to get rid of it completely with the mass shootings, but it's going to go way down because you want to know why we can create all the laws we want to in this country. But criminals, they don't care about laws. They just don't care about them. So if the criminals can have these guns, why can't law abiding citizens have them to be able to protect themselves? It's just the way that it should be. And I know the Second Amendment was created so us as American citizens can protect ourselves against tyranny or government that gets too much power if we ever wanted to overthrow them. But the Second Amendment is an old goddamn law. And do you really think what we have would ever be able to overthrow our government? Hell no. They got the best technology in the world. And we would never, ever be able to compete with them when it comes to that. But it's nice to know that we would at least be able to pit up a little bit of a fight. And I know that's going to piss off a lot of people. I agree that we have a problem with all the gun violence we have here, especially with that 17-year-old kid up in Wisconsin. I'm waiting to pass judgment because I do agree one of the main issues we have in our country is the media. And all you people that are like, oh, I'm Fox News or I'm CNN or MSNBC. That is not news, people. Wake up. That is opinionated journalism at best. And of course, they're going to be leaning to one side or the other. I'll admit CNN Uh, MSNBC, they lean to the liberal side. Fox News leans to the right. I've worked in media and, and I've always looked at this as a guy that's worked in the media. I've never understood why they have guests on all the time that completely 100% agree with the, the narrative that they're trying to put out. It's boring. It is absolute uh, snooze fest. It's a snooze fest. It makes better radio or TV when you have opposing opinions arguing each side. But those people don't see that. And when I bring that up and you think that I'm being way out there or, or I'm leaning one side or the other. Here, I'll give you a little bit of a fact. Do you realize that Rush Limbaugh's ratings are higher? When a Democrat is in the White House, because they're much lower when a Republican is in the White House, because you want to know why it's more entertaining when Rush Limbaugh rails against the system that is in place. But you guys are too blind to even see that you guys just take everything as, 
Oh, we have no choice. We don't have any choice in the things that we do on a daily basis. So why do you guys just accept it? But to wrap things up with that 17 year old, I'm waiting for all the facts to come out. Now, I find it really weird that, for one, I know it's legal to have a gun in the state that he lived in at 17, but I don't know about Wisconsin. I I really don't. And I find it really, really weird that, from what I've heard, his mom drove him so he could go be a part of the protests and protect some of the businesses. But if it comes out that that guy went across state lines and committed a crime, and he was just looking to kill somebody. His mom, his mom needs to be held responsible as well because the kid is a goddamn minor. Why is he owning a gun? I know, and and I've discussed this with my dad. My dad is a hardcore Trump red MAGA hat wearing dude, and I don't hold that against him at all. But my dad said in no way, no fashion, would he have ever driven me across state lines with an AR-15 to go protect business. Because you want to know why? Because my parents love me and they're responsible. That kid put himself in that situation looking for an excuse to kill anybody. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. But as an outsider looking at everything, and please don't think I just watch one media source because I don't. I do my own research. I look things up. And from everything that I've seen, that kid, why would a 17-year-old want to go protect a business that he has no invested interest in? It just does not make sense at all. Now, the next topic I'm about to bring up, and this is going to be a real heat getter with everybody, religion is at the root of all the evil going on in our country right now. Our country was based on religious freedom. Our forefathers, the people that founded this country, were trying to escape religious persecution. And religion has no place at all in our government. It just does not. I'm not saying that all religion is evil. But do you realize how many wars, how many killings have been fought over religion? And don't even get me started on the Catholic Church. Those people have been responsible for the rape, molestation, and abuse of so many minors. And I don't realize, and maybe some of them have, but every single one of them need to be held responsible for the atrocities that they have committed against innocent souls in this country. And I, I probably shouldn't use souls because I'm not a religious person. But why Why do we protect people that want to hide behind religion? And I know this isn't going to be a popular opinion, but all churches should be taxed. I know a lot of them do good, but how much money do they need? Do you realize that the Catholic Church is the biggest private landowner in the whole world? And they're protecting these pedophiles and molesters. It's just not fair. But they do need to be taxed. Why do these super churches like Joel Osteen, I'm just using, I'm not picking on him, but I'm just using him as an example. He has this humongous megachurch, which 
he didn't allow people during that hurricane that hit Houston to use that as a refuge to get away from the storm? No, hell no. Why does Joel Osteen deserve to wear $1,000 suits, drive expensive cars, and have a private jet? Do you know how many people he could help with that money? But he, he, he instead spends it on those luxurious things. They're hypocrites. That's all that they are. And why does religion hold so much virtue when it comes to the political system? The right wing, they use the political system for their gain. And it's just not fair. And that's why they should be taxed because they are nothing but a business. And the reason I kind of got on this rant, I checked Twitter in the morning after I checked my analytics on my podcast. And do you know what was trending? Civil war. Now, when I first saw that, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Civil war is trending. That means that the Captain America movie must be on TV somewhere. And guess what? 2020 did not disappoint. The reason why Civil War was trending is because we're close to a civil war. We are so divided in this country. And instead of talking and respecting other people's opinion, we only want to attack each other. And that's not what this country was founded on, people. Sometimes I think a lot of you people want that. You want a civil war. Do you realize? I'm going to give you a number. And one of my favorite subjects in school was history. I think our school system is only like concerned on testing so they can get more money for their school group. But history gets ignored. It gets ignored. And history is so important. But I'm going to give you a number. 620,000. Now, I'm going to get back to that number because I'm sure a lot of you don't realize the significance of that number. Do you realize that the last true war that I think, in my opinion, that we had to fight in this country, that was World War II? And I'm wrapping this up. I'm packaging it in a nice little box with a bow on top of it. And I'm coming full circle on you guys. I really am. I started off this conversation. The reason I'm going into this rant at the moment is because I posted a video about people wearing masks. And I I had everybody jumping down my throat. Like I, once again, like I yelled, Hail Hitler. People thought I was absolute an evil person. Like I kicked somebody's dog. And that's not the case. I just had an opinion about how selfish people are that we don't care about our fellow Americans. But do you realize in World War II, that was the last true war we had to fight. We were also going through the Great Depression at the time. People sacrificed. People went off to war because we were afraid of Hitler taking over the world. We had to protect our allies and people did their part. They sacrificed for the betterment of the country. And you fucking pussies 
You assholes want to bitch about wearing a mask? You want to make wearing a mask a political statement? That is how goddamn divided we are are in this country at the moment. And it's driving us. We are so divided. We, We haven't been this divided since the Civil War. And that's what we are headed for, people. We are headed for another civil war. And it's not going to be about race. It's going to be about who you support, politicians that you support. And the sad thing is a lot of people are going to die over people that don't give a fuck about you at all. They don't. You are their chess pieces and they're manipulating you and you don't even know it. But back to that number of 620,000 people, that is the amount of civilians or citizens, Americans that died in the Civil War. That is the deadliest conflict that our country has ever been a part. And it wasn't even against anybody else. If we killed 620,000 people during the Civil War when we had single fire action guns, what do you think we're going to be able to do with the artillery that we have in present day America? It will be in the millions people. And I don't think you guys have the stomach for that. All you liberals that want to hate the right wing and the right wings that want to hate the liberals. I really don't think any of you guys have the stomach for it. You guys talk a big game, but when it comes down to life and death, you guys are going to be like, what did we do? Where did we go wrong? You guys are going to be regretting and a lot of people are going to die over it. It's only been a couple of people so far. We've had people die on both sides of the political party. So everybody needs to just wake up. I'm not anti-American. I still think we live in the greatest country in the world, but we're all putting it at risk. And I hope you guys can settle your differences. Let people have their opinions. Let's have open discussions in this country and we can get back in. We can get back to normal. But until we do that, we're going to be at each other's throats. We're only going to be promoting hate and we we just got to fix things. I'm not trying to preach. But I see what's happening. I've been through a lot of stuff. I've dealt with drug addiction, alcoholism, mental health, uh, trauma in my past. And and I, I, I know I've already said it, but we're not ready for it. We've become too soft. We've become too selfish in this country. And a lot of people are going to die unless we start like working with each other. I hope you guys have a great day and this I'm getting back to normal tomorrow, but I appreciate you guys let me rant. I know I'm going to lose a lot of subscribers most likely, but I had to get this off my chest. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchYouUp.com, PocketBearClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions, Facebook.com slash CCA Productions Presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceoverservices.com. 
That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice. You should hire him. If you want to help support the show, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick? Go to Tuttle at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds dot net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?